0: Soul. Up and in and you. Hi everybody, welcome to Living Life. Today's lesson is In Response and the date is July 30th. And we're going to be taking a look at an episode in the life of the Apostle Paul when he was falsely accused. And I believe all of us today can relate to that. Each one of us has been either criticized or falsely accused by someone, be it in our family, at work, or even at church, or in our own neighborhood. And what we're going to learn today is how to respond. And when you talk about responding uh, in conflict... Uh, They say there are three ways to respond. The first way you respond is to fight, to fight back. The second way you respond is flight, to take off, to leave. And then they say the third way people respond to conflict is to freeze. We freeze like a possum where we're paralyzed. But you know what? Today we're going to add a fourth. The biblical way to respond, the spiritual way to respond, is to respond in freedom. Not fight, not flight, not freeze, but freedom. And that's how Paul responded to these false accusations. So let's look at the passage in Acts 21 today. Acts chapter 21, verses 15 through
1: 26. After this, we started on our way up to Jerusalem. Some of the disciples from Caesarea accompanied us and brought us to the home of Manasin, where we were to stay. He was a man from Cyprus and one of the early disciples. When we arrived at Jerusalem, the brothers and sisters received us warmly. The next day, Paul and the rest of us went to see James, and all the elders were present. Paul greeted them and reported in detail what God had done among the Gentiles through his ministry. When they heard this, they praised God. Then they said to Paul, You see, brother, how many thousands of Jews have believed and all of them are zealous for the law. They have been informed that you teach all the Jews who live among the Gentiles to turn away from Moses, telling them not to circumcise their children or live according to our customs what shall we do they will certainly hear that you have come so do what we tell you there are four men with us who have made a vow take these men join in their purification rites, and pay their expenses so that they can have their heads shaved then everyone will know there is no truth in these reports about you but that you yourself are living in obedience to the law As for the Gentile believers, we have written to them our decision that they should abstain from food sacrificed to idols, from blood, from the meat of strangled animals, and from sexual immorality. The next day Paul took the men and purified himself along with them. Then he went to the temple to give notice of the date when the days of purification would end and the offering would be made for each of them.
0: Okay, today's lesson is a very practical lesson for all of us. How do we respond when people falsely accuse us? The Apostle Paul in today's story was falsely accused, and he was pretty much very used to that. For uh, the many years of ministry that he was involved in, he was uh, being criticized that he was not really an apostle. Uh, There were some people that were uh, criticizing him and saying that he was an imposter. Uh, that he was not the man that he said he was because he was a murderer and he arrested Christians in his previous life. And then in today's story, people were falsely accusing the Apostle Paul that he was preaching that the people had to completely reject the law of Moses, their culture, and the practices that they were accustomed to and that they had practiced for many, many, many years. So the Apostle Paul in today's story arrives to the city of Jerusalem and he needs to report to the uh, Apostle James, Pastor James, and he is the pastor of the church there in Jerusalem and he needs to report to the elders. But before he arrives to James' house to report about his ministry to the Gentiles, uh, the Bible says that he was warmly greeted by the brothers and sisters there in Jerusalem. They gave him shalom. They welcomed him first into their homes. They gave him food. They gave him water. They gave him sustenance. They gave him encouragement. And, you know, I believe that the Apostle Paul, he needed that. He needed to know that there were people in Jerusalem that were on his side and people that believed in him and were supporting him and encouraging him. So when you are going through a trial, when you are going through a time in your life where people are falsely accusing you, and you're being criticized, sometimes we feel that no one is on our side, that everybody was against us. But that's not true. There are people in our lives. God has placed people in our lives uh, to uh, support us, to encourage us, to pray for us, uh, to believe in us. So we love you. I love you. I'm praying for you. And uh, there are people in your life that are supporting you. So after the brothers and sisters welcomed the Apostle Paul, they gave him shalom and encouragement, he went to James and the elders, and he reported to them all the marvelous things that God had done uh, through him in the Gentile world. He reported how many Gentiles were coming to Christ, how many churches were being uh, planted, and James and the uh, elders responded very well. The Bible says that they praised God and they celebrated to hear All the good things that God was doing in the Gentile people. But then there was a but. And there's always a but. And then James had to bring up a difficult issue with Paul. And he said to Paul, there are many Jews, Jewish Christians in Jerusalem, that are saying that you're a false teacher. That you're teaching the Jewish people, the Jewish Christian people, that they need to forsake and throw out the Mosaic Law and the law and uh, that wasn't true that's not exactly what Paul was uh, preaching and uh, then James made a recommendation he said uh, to to Paul he said there are four men who made a vow right and they want to go through these purification rites these Jewish rites at the temple and they said to Paul if you pay for the expenses for these men to do this and if you Paul join them and you go through these ritual rites, these purification rites at the temple, the people will see that you're still a Jew, that even you uh, keep the law, that you respect the Old Testament, that you respect Moses. So at that moment, the Apostle Paul could have got very self-defensive. He could have gotten angry. He could have said, I can't believe that these people are saying this about me. I'm mad, I'm upset, I'm very angry. There's no way, Jose, that I will do this to show them who I really am. He didn't have that attitude because Paul said and he wrote that he did not want to be a stumbling block. And that's what Paul encourages us to do. When people falsely accuse us and criticize us, we can get mad, we can get angry, we can fight back, and we can be a stumbling block to them. And Paul says, I don't want to be a stumbling block, so I will go ahead and do this. So, and that's exactly what the Apostle Paul did. Uh, out of his own pocket, he paid the money for those four men to have their head shaved, and then he did it too. He went through that ceremony, he went through that ritual in the temple, and everybody saw... That Paul was still a Jew. He opened his heart. He responded in a loving and caring and a Christian way. And he did exactly what he preached. He was a man of integrity. He was a man that was honest. And he was a man that kept his word. And he showed and proved to those people what kind of man and who he really was. So let's uh, go ahead and close this uh, lesson today. As we close our lesson today, my prayer is that we could be like the Apostle Paul and respond in a very loving and graceful way when people falsely accuse us and criticize us. You know we have those three models of how to respond uh to conflict fighting back uh flying away or freezing and being paralyzed but my prayer for you for us is that we would respond in freedom that we would respond in grace so let us pray together now heavenly father god i just want to lift up uh, the viewers today i want to lift up the ministry workers uh pastors and uh, ministry workers, uh, that sometimes in the ministry, uh, people misunderstand us. And uh, many times people don't know exactly where we're coming from. Uh, I want to pray for those that are dealing with issues in their family, with a spouse, with a a parent, with a child, Lord God. And I want to pray for those in the workplace where many misunderstandings happen, Father God. Help us, Lord, not to respond in anger. Help us, Lord, not to respond with any kind of retaliation. Fill our hearts with your love and with your grace, Lord God, that we would humble ourselves and that we would not be a stumbling block uh, for other people. So I pray your grace and peace on our viewers today. In Jesus' name, amen. For a Reaching a further and stepping in closer CG.